This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast, the first podcast episode of 2023. How are you, Scatala? I am good. Hello, sisters. I'm Scout, Mad's older sister, and it is, yeah, January 2nd, 2023. We are fresh. We are fresh. fresh into a new year. We're fresh and so clean, clean, clean. Yeah. Welcome. Um, this one's gonna be a quickie. We're gonna we're gonna do you a quickie. Oh sister. wow. Sisters, will sister, will you join us in the pleasure of having a quickie with us? Oh, yeah, a quickie podcast. I love it. Well, quickie in other in other realms as well. You know? Um, yeah, okay. Um the offer's clearly on the table for Matt. So, <laughs> so let's never forget that one. We thought that we would do a very action-oriented, value-packed, simple episode to kickstart 2023 so that you guys can walk away implementing habits to really begin anew, to be reborn, to be refreshed, to get on top of the way you want to feel this year. Amen. Amen. All right. Shall we, should we just like jump in? Should we just jump in? What did I the even say The water is warm. The water, I'm dipping my toes, Scout, and the water is warm. Okay. Okay, sisters. So this episode, I know you've already seen the title, but I had to pull it back up because I was like, what did I tell Maddie the premise was? Five non-negotiable habits we do every day. So I've written down my five. We can alternate. I'll go first. How does that sound, Mads? Let's go. Okay. So my, I just want to preface real quick that all five of mine are incredibly simple and ones that you've heard me talk about before. And that was very intentional because sometimes I feel like we skip over the simplicity of routines and rituals and habits that are available to us for free. And so I wrote down the five minuscule habits that I do that I feel like one, everybody can do them. They're accessible to all. And two, if you say, oh, that's so simple, I would really implore you to realize that changes and habits and rituals and the way you want to feel really do start with incredibly micro micro changes and micro habits. I always say, I mean, it's something that I that I pulled from Atomic Habits. Um, he coined this, so I'm not going to take full credit of it. But these simple micro rituals are like your compound interest, right? If you yes. do them, you know, at first it might, you might do them and be like, well, I don't feel any different, but there's something that's so magical over time with consistency that you start to notice, you know, you're not triggered as much or you don't react the same way that you used to and, or you're a lot calmer in the face of adversity. There's so many things that I've noticed about myself that mm -hmm. have happened because I have consistently non-negotiable acted on these five habits every day. 
Exactly. Exactly. It like almost hits you by surprise. You're like, wait, whoa, it's been a week and I haven't, I felt this way. And you, it, and it's literally because of these things that you're doing in the background, it like seeps into your subconscious. Okay. So autopilot, we want, I'm, I'm in pursuit, not in like a bad way. I'm more so just, you know, these types of habits, it's so nice to have them on autopilot. That's yeah. also something that happens over time is like, it's just second nature. Like you're just like start, you just do them. So yeah. just, just the consistency and the commitment is, is super important. Yeah. In the beginning, you might sense some resistance, but what Madden's just said is so, so key that once you move through the resistance and you implement them daily, they become automatic. So you don't even think it's like breathing. It's like getting dressed in the morning. So my first like one, thing, actually, I need, well, I, no. I do, I do need, need to think about that. I do need to think about you that. You need a lot of help in that assist in that, in that area. Yeah. yeah. We'll check in on that in a little bit. Wrong episode. Mm. Okay. My first one, Jesus, my first one sisters, which is something I actually haven't talked about, but it's something that I'm realizing I do that a lot of people don't do is I drink copious amounts of water every single day, like copious amounts. My glass is always full. I'm always drinking water. And I realize that I drink so much water when I realize that my husband drinks no water. And I will hang out with other people for the day and they'll drink no water. And so as Maddie takes a sip of her water. Drinking copious amounts of water every single day, I believe attributes to physical health, vitality, energy, detoxing, all the things. It's like the simplest thing you can do. I won't even leave the house without a water bottle. God forbid, will not happen. I always have water on me. And that is something that non-negotiable every single day, first thing in the morning, big glass of water throughout the whole day. I'm peeing every 20 minutes, but it's really, really helpful. Whoa. It is very, whoa. Oh man. Oh, oh. Stroke that. Hashtag stroke vibes. Listen, I'm coming off COVID sisters. Okay. So coming off COVID. Um, So yeah, drinking copious, copious amounts of water is my 100% non-negotiable. And when I don't do it, I freak out. I'm with you on this one. I am a water whore. I drink weight. Like when you think about, if you think that you drink a lot of water, just triple that triple and that's triple what it. you should be drinking you know so I just you know you saw me just drink out of my large ass mason jar this is I think 32 ounces I drink probably 20 of these a day yeah so same. and it's so funny because I was I was doing some sort of tracker app thing and they were saying like daily intake and they were saying like you're supposed to drink eight cups of water that's like not even one of these I yeah. don't understand I was like well, then I drink a hundred cups. Like what? So there's something so flushing about mm-hmm. drinking water. And it's a chug, 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 chug. Every morning I have a chugging contest with myself. Ben June watches me. And then at the end of the chug, he lifts up my hand and says, Maddie for the win. She won the chugging water contest. Like I am a chugger and I'm a flusher. So hundred percent. I'm with you. What's a flusher? It's flushing out the system. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's good for physical health. It's good for energy. It's good for your skin. It's good for the whole nine yards. And I know it's so simple and everyone says it, but it is my number one, one of my number one habits every single day. Okay. What's your first stunning, one? stunning. All right. It's gotta be journaling, right? To me, <laughs> it's my second one. <laughs> We're yeah, gonna have so, yeah, for sure. So every morning, after the chugging contest, I <laughs> whip out the moleskin. Uh, mole you know, I just, I, I just got a fresh moleskin for the year. Ugh. Name a better feeling than cracking the spine okay. of a fresh moleskin. Wait, wait, pulse check. On your first page of your new moleskin, 
Do you I like read, write a memoir? Be like, hi, I, it's so <laughs> nice to hear. Like, hi, my name is Maddie. Like, this is who I am. Like, as if I just talking to myself. No. Like, <gasps> every single time I open a new moleskin, I start it with, I can't believe I'm starting a new journal. I literally, oh, really? that is what I open it with every single time. Okay, keep going. Every single time for me is, hi, my name is Maddie and I live in Los Angeles. I don't know what the, it's like a diary. I, I don't, I don't journal that way any other day, but when I open it, it's like the first thing I want to do, like a little, like, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Maddie. And I just do it. Okay. So journaling, obviously, um, you know, it kind of shifts day to day, but I'll either do just free form or if I'm working through it to be magnetic manifestation or meditation course, obviously I will use those prompts. So it's kind of just what I make it. I don't do such a rigid, um, structure every day, but there's always a sense of affirmations. There's a sense of gratitude. There's a sense of just like working through thoughts. It's really funny. There's a typical, there's a typical format that when I reread, uh, my entries it's like it starts off being like I'm so fucking tired and stressed and anxious and then it and then I like I convince myself that I'm like the hottest piece of ass that ever existed like it's the funniest like it's like I fucking hate myself I'm so stressed da 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 I feel so so stuck and then I'm like no but I'm fucking capable of success I am successful today (laughs) like and it's so I don't know how it gets from one to the next but it's the most every time I journal I then just get in that headspace of those more affirming headspace. So highly recommend the journaling practice. This is specifically morning journaling. I have another journaling of morning journaling. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. 
Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. That's my second one too, journaling. I also partake in the black moleskin with the Pilot G2 0.38 pen, black as always. Mechanical pencil gang over here. What, what? Mechanical, mechanical pencil gang. When I found out that Maddie still used a pencil, OG sisters will know this. You had a, you had a panic attack. I was concerned for my safety. Honestly, I was concerned for my safety. Well, because I could poke an eye out with this thing. Honestly, it just says a lot about you, and it's concerning. Okay, so I made my, it my personality trait where I'm a mecha- mechanical pencil girly. You know, we're really vulnerable on this podcast, but there's some things that you should keep to yourself. You know what I mean? Jesus. Okay. Okay. So my journaling—that was really funny of me. I'm just gonna pat myself on the back for that one. All right. <laughs> my journaling—I do it every single morning, as Mads, very similar to Mads, and I do stream of consciousness. And mine also have a pattern. But honestly, when I don't understand how people don't journal because I feel like you're constipated, like your your subconscious gets constipated. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like your subconscious gets constipated and journaling is the way. We're constipated in the mind and the body over here. It's like it's like a massage, you know, you're massaging the subconscious and then it feels better to start the day. So mine too have a similar track record, except I don't say that I hate myself and that I'm very stressed every single morning. I don't say that, but there is a I'm so tired and stressed and anxious. And then it goes to the end is so funny. I'd love it. Yeah. So mine start off with like something I'm working out. It could be a good thing, a bad thing, like whatever. I'm like, whatever, whatever. And then at the end, it's always thank you, God, so much for my beautiful life. I have the most beautiful life. I'm so grateful for everything. Oh, my God. I love you, universe. Wow. Life is beautiful. I'm so grateful. Okay, I'm going to go meditate now. That's what I say. 
gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love that. I love that we both have that that pattern. That's really interesting. How many moleskin pages do you do per session? Because you and I have the similar small handwriting. So you mean the chicken scratches? Yeah. So yeah. it's honestly a real struggle to reread the journal. I have absolutely no idea what I what I wrote. <laughs> so, you know, it's like a page and a half vibe. Same. Because I the thing is and which, you know, is my next non-negotiable habit is the meditating. And mm. so every other day. That's my third too. Look at this. I mean, Scout, like, are you surprised? Like, no, of course. Well, it's just funny that they're a similar order. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So the meditation, it depends what meditation I'm doing, but typically if it's to be magnetic, there's journal prompts following it. So then, you know, I might, I might do one page of free form and then, you know, post meditation, do a little more journaling with the prompts. So the meditation is non-negotiable. You know, it depends. Every other day I'll either do a deep imagining from to be magnetic or I will use open, which you guys sisters know I'm like, I'm like wet for open. <laughs> like I fucking love that app. I think we have a code. It's okay. Sis. Like they don't even pay us. Like, it's just like, I told them, Hey, give us free meditations, please. <laughs> so the, I am just obsessed with their meditations. They have a daily one, but they also have like a whole library and something is just so soothing about it. And so I'll, I'll pop in one of those it's just, again, control, alt, delete for your brain. It feels like you're walking into your day with so much more groundedness. You feel so much more connected to yourself. And it is the most powerful practice that, that I've incorporated. I agree. How long did it take you, though, from incorporating a meditation practice to really feel the benefits? Because I think this is where people have difficulty getting it into habit because once you feel the benefits, there's no going back and meditation is fully ingrained. Like even if you hop off the bandwagon for a week or two or whatever, you are guaranteed to come back to meditation once you have felt that shift. But for me, it took it took a little bit to really, really feel that shift and get into it consecutively and then feel the power of it. I think this year I started to feel a lot more of the power of it. I... Again, the same things I was saying in the beginning, I've been noticing a lot less triggers or, you know, I'll even be aware there will be a, a, an instant or a challenge or something that arises and my reaction is so different than what I would be like a, a year ago. And I was, I was even saying that, like I remember, you know, we got a really painful investor rejection maybe like a month ago and... I immediately meditated right after and did a deep imagining where it was like a soothing, a self-soothing one. And then I got on the call with Lauren, my co-founder, and I was like, okay, so like this, they said this, da-da-da, we should go, we should do this. And she she was like, wow, first, can I just like acknowledge that you just did a meditation like after that rejection? I feel like in the past you would have spiraled, you would have literally had to lay in bed and cry all day and like never, you know, it's so quicker to bounce back from setbacks that that gap has closed, com not completely, but it has definitely decreased. The speed at which I can bounce mm -hmm. back from setbacks has, it's just phenomenal to witness and to feel that. Yeah, Mike, I remember, which, yeah, that's, that's pretty big if that's what meditation can do. And that is what meditation can do for people. Mm -hmm. It's in, it's insane. The first time I recognized that meditation was working was I just felt less reactive one week. Like everything felt less reactive, everything. I was like, oh, I'm not that reactive. You know, I'm just 
doing my thing, minding my business, feeling centered and grounded. And But it took me a couple months and it took me experimenting. So my third habit is also meditation. My main meditations, I go to Insight Timer. That's where I meditate for the most part. Sarah Blondin, Saad de Simone. I do Melissa Wood meditations, Amanda Francis meditations, mostly guided. And I do about 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations. Obviously, I've been doing his a lot on YouTube. And then I bought his morning and nighttime one. Those are 20 minutes. Those are a little bit longer and more intense. But morning meditation, even if it's just five minutes and breathing deeply, I actually have to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth in meditation to really drop in. I do that over and over again. But yeah, that's my that's my third too. Yeah. Well, actually, my line item, if you will, for this habit was meditating twice a day. So I do morning mm. and then I've been doing afternoon. I've kind of fallen off it the past couple of weeks, but I was really consistent for a couple months this year of doing afternoon meditation. I call them my afternoon meditation and it's super quick. I don't do, you know, I maybe do 10 minutes again with open and it is literally, it's like having another cup of coffee in the afternoon. It mm. It is so effective. And even if you're in the flow of things, even like you can just w- get up, sit for 10 minutes, breathe, and just you, then you can go back to what you were doing. It's, there is something so much more fueling and energizing about that than like burning yourself and just like going, going, going rather than like taking that moment. If you're interested, we should get certified in TM, Transcendental Meditation. Oh my God. Okay. Why do, why? Oh, 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 you're saying not like as us, as the, as the, like guides. No, no, no. We just, you know, no, no. Like, students. Students, students, students. Sure, sure, sure. I want to get my mantra. Yes, Benjun has been encouraging me to uh, meet up with his meditation teacher that mm-hmm. he has. His name is Light Watkins. And Ben said, um, you know, is- That's his is meditation teacher? Planting seeds. Yeah. Like one-on-one? He he did a, a whatever session, I don't know, his offerings uh, oh, when cool. he was in college. Yeah, Ben Jun has a mantra. He, he won't tell it to me. You know, I was thinking about Ben the other day. He can meditate in any scenario. We were driving to Big Sur and Carmel and he was meditating while like an annoying podcast was on. Yeah. So I was thinking about Ben June the other day and he was born, I feel like, with an exquisite grounded set of wisdom and tools that I have no fucking clue where it comes from. It's just in him. It's just in him. It's That's a so whole other conversation. But I just, <laughs> it's just like, it didn't it come from anything. It's just like there. And he just has it and he spews it and then he plays tennis. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is so true. He is so wise. I don't, I don't know. It's like his emotional intelligence, his wisdom, his discipline. It, it's really, really amazing to witness and watch. But it's like most people with that had to like go through insane things and da yeah, da Nothing. Ben just, it just has, he just has it. I know. It's amazing. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. It's amazing. He's just amazing. Okay. Next Aww. one for you. Okay. So next is obviously daily movement. Uh, so if you've been listening for the pod, to the pod a while, you know that I'm a big worker outer and that is not necessarily something I do for 
physical well-being. It's it's more so a mental fortitude practice for me. It helps with mental clarity. It helps with discipline. But you know, something that was so interesting, I was I did Soul Cycle this morning, humble brag, and I had this moment, it was at the very end of class and you know, you always sprint at the end of class and I was so tired. I don't know. I just was really, it was a little struggle to like get past that finish line, but I, something just like jump started in me and I was able to finish it with like this insane energy and this burst. And I, I started crying and I, I do this a lot in, mm. in workouts where, you know, cause it's just such a release. It feels like cathartic almost. And I started crying because it was like a weird moment because I used to go to that soul cycle, the one in West Hollywood when I first moved to LA. And I remember it was like a treat for me cause I love, you know, it was very expensive. And I just sat there maybe almost like 10 years later in the same studio and was like, I can afford to be here. This is a treat for me. And then look how far I've come in terms of my fitness journey. Like I feel, although I always say it's mental clarity, like I felt so strong in that moment. Like Mm. I just have seen the strength I've built and just the, the intensity I have with my body and working out. And it was just this like beautiful moment where it just all kind of came full circle. And I was really grateful for myself that I've stuck through that fitness journey and that fitness habits. You know, this is a ritual. This is a routine to to build this habit. I'm so grateful it's on autopilot for me. But yeah, it didn't, it didn't start that way. And I think about 10 years ago, that's really when I was starting it is going to that soul cycle in West Hollywood. So it was a really beautiful kind of mm-hmm. moment for me. That is beautiful. And I will always admire how dedicated you are to moving your body. It's something that I'm developing my relationship with, but I am proud to report that I did an eight minute booty session of Melissa Woodhouse. And that's my first time I've worked out postpartum. So (gasps) that's amazing. Mazel. Also, whenever you, I see the word booty. I just think of you going booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Great song. Yeah. Great song. Do you know that when I bought my Tesla, I was sitting in the parking lot and the guy came out. He, I was like about to drive away and he was like, do you need help setting it up? And I was like, I think I could figure it out. He's like, well, do you want me to set your music up? And I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Let's set the Bluetooth up. And he sets it up and I'm like, can you put on? <laughs> no, like, oh. I was already listening to music in my other car that I'd driven there in. So like the song that came up, was the Ying Yang Twins. And yeah, I said, yeah. I'm I'm really sorry, but the Ying Yang Twins are about to play. I was just blasting Ying Yang Twins and he was laughing pretty hysterically. That sounds me. very much like you. Yes, it does. So yeah, your movement dedication is next level. It's something that always inspires me. And I feel like I'm, I would like, let's say this, I would like on my 2024 Habits podcast episode that we will record in a year, I would like movement to be the one that's like a non-negotiable for me too. That's a good thing. I love it. You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. 
It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right, 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You know, I was going to put it on here, but I think it's going to be more non-negotiable for next year is the daily walks. I've been very good about Mm -hmm. them, but we've talked about the logistics of the walks and why it's hard for me, but... I just, I do feel such clarity when I just literally walk around the block. Like it doesn't need to be long at all. There is something about getting fresh air, just fucking getting up. And yeah, so it's, Benjun is really good at that. You know what? I would say the movement is on my weekly non-negotiable things because I get in, I get in about two to three times, you know, but it's not a daily thing for me. Okay. My... Next non-negotiable habit is catching limiting beliefs. It's kind of like a whole mindset check. So I'm always kind of monitoring my thoughts. So when I say something that sounds limiting, I really like to stop myself and just very quickly, I don't have to have a whole therapy session or a sob session or get really into it, but very simplicity. Like if I say to myself, well, you know, I've never done that before. So I don't think that that's going to be super successful that if I do that, right? Something so simple like that, when I'm thinking about my business, I can say, whoa, 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 that's a limiting belief. And then I just reframe, I am capable of doing this in a successful way that feels aligned. Move on. Next thing. So it's very, very simple. It doesn't have to be, I don't even have to believe it in the moment. It's kind of like the compounding things. Like the more you do it, the more subconsciously you'll believe it. So mindset wise, I like every time I get a limiting belief, it's like a video game for me. And I'm like, bust it. Boom. Punch it. <laughs> oh my God. And then replace it with a flower, you know? <laughs> okay. So we're like Nintendo switch over there in scouts brain. Yeah. It's like fun for me. I'll be driving and I'll be like, Oh my God, my mind's telling me a lie. Limiting belief. Bam. And then I'll nin- ninja turtle it. Why don't you do Jurassic park vibes? Dinosaur, eat. I'm going to cry all day long if I do that. That's true. That's true. All right. What's your fourth one? Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, obviously, we that was a tenant, I feel like, 
that we talked a lot about this year on the pod was the last year, last year. Sorry. Sorry. This constant surveillance of the thoughts. And I wrote this in the things I learned last year. I have control over the story I tell myself. And when you, when you really let that sink in and accept that, you become free of all those limiting beliefs because you can literally just be like, Choose oh, I don't, I don't want to think about that. Like, no, <laughs> like I, I literally don't have to think about that. Like, it's yeah. so crazy that we have that, that you could just have that control. It's that simple. My favorite thing that you said on the podcast was when you quoted Louise Hayes, which I'm so happy you read that book. Yeah. When she says, like, the simplicity of the fact that People are like, oh, I can't choose my thoughts. No, you chose that negative thought. Like every time you have a negative thought, you literally chose it. So you can just like choose again. You get, and you could just choose positive ones. Like look how how many times you've chose negative ones. You could literally just choose positive ones. And the more you choose positive and empowering ones that literally all of a sudden your life fucking transforms. And that will be the new norm. Yep. The positive ones then become the autopilot. Yep. Okay. What's your next one? So number four is now journaling at night. So this has been an amazing new practice that I've implemented this year. And it's super quick. Look, like I didn't want to do it for a lot of the days that it's like fucking annoying. I get it. But it's so quick. It's not big free form this. I write down three things I'm proud of myself for that day. And now I've kind of added, if I want to, like three simple pleasures that I experienced. Just, again, to keep track and to document and to express that inner pride on a daily basis. It it opens up your heart. It expands you to see that there are things that you are doing, no matter how small, that mm-hmm. that you can be proud of. Like there was really, it was really difficult for me to express inner pride this year. So now it feels like something I, that is part of my identity. I am a person that's proud of themselves because I've been doing this practice. Mm -hmm. So that as well as the simple pleasures, because I've just been super obsessed with finding daily little pleasures and joys and just like, inserting daily joys, making space for them, making time for them. It can be as simple as I made my favorite tea. I, you know, went on a walk. I read my romance novel. I watched Emily in Paris. Like, great, joy. Insertion of the joy. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's beautiful. Okay, my next one. Also, real quick, night journaling. Sometimes I'll do that if I need to brain dump. Like I'm feeling overactive in the brain and I want to go to bed. I'll just brain dump and then I pass the bug out. The brain gets constipated. It's getting yeah. constipated throughout the day. And there is there's a release that needs to happen. You could say journaling is like a laxative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're on to something here. Also, I'm going to try your journaling one time at night because I think that's really beautiful. It's so quick. Wayne Dyer says what you feed yourself before you go to bed significantly impacts the way your subconscious works. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my final and last one is either a book or a podcast. So feeding myself some sort of a resource. So I'll listen to a good podcast that's either educational or inspiring, or I'll read my book. I'm usually alternating between two or three, either like a spiritual business or a fiction book. So just every single day reading something from somebody that I admire or listening to a podcast from somebody that I admire that can give me a new perspective or kind of brush me up on a topic that I've already 
either dived into or mastered, mastered, quote unquote, et cetera. So that's definitely something every day I like to, I like to throw myself into a little bit of a resource mode. Yeah. That's funny. I, I also am on a spirituality, business, fiction, rotation lineup yeah. of the books. Yeah. Yeah. Right now I'm reading The Untethered Soul and then mm. I'm reading The Cold Star Problem by Andrew Chen, which is a business book. And then I'm reading Nora Goes Off Script, which is my romance novel. So mm. my last one is reading before bed. So mm. this has been a transformative habit that I can't believe I just completely quit watching TV cold turkey before bed. I oh, maybe wow. I've That's maybe, good news. Maybe I've done it like once when I'm like drunk and like I can't read and I just want to fall asleep to something. I mean, I used to, you know, not be able to fall asleep right away. I would take 30 minutes, 45 minutes to fall asleep. Even when I drank magnesium and all these things, the only thing that would let, let me go to sleep was the, was the uh, TV. But something that I kind of dug deeper was like, there was like a fear of the thoughts was the thing. I'm no longer afraid of the thoughts. Yay. So that's good. But the reading is like an instant lullaby. It's like, bam, like I just put my head down and I'm asleep. It's insane. And so I highly encourage it if you have, even if you just like have insomnia or you mm -hmm. want to go to quick uh, to sleep quicker. Uh, so I, so I do that. Yeah. Amen. Although I can't read business books before bed because that actually no, no, turns no. my brain on, but fiction or spiritual, I'm out like a light in like yeah, 20 minutes. Fiction, it's, great. It's, it's always fiction for me for the yeah. right before bed. Yeah. Ugh, I miss it so much because I haven't been able to read before bed because of Lily Constantine because Lily when, Constantine! <laughs> because when I get in bed, it's like I need to go to bed. Like I need to get right. as much sleep in as possible. But I'm looking forward to today because oh, has Lily slept through the night the last three nights from 10.30 to 6? Seven and a half hour stretches. Anyways, Sisters, thank you so much for listening to OK Sis. We know there's like literally 2 million podcasts that you could listen to, but the fact that you come back every single week and listen to us means the absolute world. So we hope that these five habits and tools and rituals, et cetera, are making you feel really inspired to start your 2023 off well. And you know we're going to be here with you. The whole 2023, we will be here with you, cheering you on, inspiring you, crying with you getting vulnerable with you, all of the things. So just wanted to send a quick note and let you know how much we appreciate you. Love you, sisters. Love you.